Holy shit, it's fucking potty time, people. <laughs> it's time to potty. <laughs> okay, that's not that's not as funny as I thought it would be. I don't know. I just made uh, the most, um, the best matcha latte that I've ever made in my entire life. I made it at home. I made the matcha latte today with, uh, I had matcha powder. I made the matcha itself in a separate container, mixed it with water, then I grabbed my glass, filled it with almond milk, unsweet of course, and I poured the matcha in, then I did like a splash of heavy whipping cream, and then um, a splash of sugar-free vanilla syrup. And honestly, that isn't, I don't know if the heavy whipping cream was necessary, but I feel like when you add heavy whipping cream, it makes everything better. So I just did it. Um, and, and I was listening to Lana Del Rey right before I just started to record. I just love Lana Del Rey. I love her so Like, honestly, I I couldn't think of a better way to spend my afternoon than Lana Del Rey and a matcha. And a freaking pod. A podcast. It's potty time. I said it's potty time out loud by myself. And that alone is what told me that I needed to record something. I don't know. I just felt like it. I did, um, I went to go get coffee yesterday, and the girl in the drive-thru was listening to Lana Del Rey, or as I like to say, Lana Del Slay. Um, she, yeah, and I complimented her immediately, and I told her she had really good taste in music, and I changed what I was listening to in my own personal vehicle to match what she was listening to inside the coffee shop. And then I did also proceed to ask her if my ex-boyfriend still worked there. Um, not because I care, but because I, you know, want to make sure he's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is that weird? I, I feel like I do that with guy. I don't mean to. Not in like a weird... I just like to see where everyone's at. <laughs> and this guy in particular, I... We didn't... I wouldn't say like that things ended great. I Well... Considering he did block me, I don't think things ended great at all. But you know what? I was a very, very not good person when I was with this guy. And I broke up with him first because I knew he deserved better. Truthfully, I was like, this guy deserves so much better. And then I, uh, be well, I did, I'm, ugh, I don't even want to say that. I did, I made bad choices. I went back to a relationship that was terrible, and then I left that relationship, and I was like, hey man, are you, you want to try this again? Let's try to, like, let's get back together. He was so down, and then he broke up with me in a Starbucks parking lot, and I was like, holy shit, and I was like, you got me. He, he got me good. That's, that's like, that's the best revenge. That is honestly, that's the best, uh, revenge I've ever seen played out, but yeah, I don't know. I was at the coffee shop yesterday, and I just wanted to see if he was still working there. Um, I didn't go to that specific coffee shop because I knew that he could have been working there. I know better. I would not have done that. But I went because they they do have good coffee. So I like that he made that choice. I say that out loud. I don't know. I don't, I feel like it's not weird. I like to check up on my exes. Not in like a weird way. I'm not like longing after anything. Or maybe I am. I don't know. I just like to see where everyone ends up. Uh, mm, I mean, I don't know. I 
I was gonna say I feel like I do it because I want to like know that I'm doing better, but that's not even it. I wish everyone freaking success. I want everyone to be happy, even even my ex boyfriend. Oh God, I don't know. I do have bad taste in men, though. I I have really I don't. You know what? I fucking take that statement back. I don't think I have bad taste in men. I think that I uh I I share the blame. Like whatever's gone wrong in my relationships, that's that's my fault. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I don't know what this is about today. I'm just talking about anything. I guess I'm talking about ex boyfriends. I don't know. That's kind of a fun topic. I feel like I have a bunch of cool stories about um, people that I've dated in the past. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't. I'm usually, I know that in in this case, I'm usually the person that's the one who's in the wrong. Like, whenever something goes, I'm usually the one that is the catalyst <laughs> to that situation, and I recognize that. But, I don't know, I don't think it's all my fault. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm gonna send this to my therapist. Um, fuck, I fucking did so good on that matcha, holy shit. I crushed it. I did crush the matcha making. The last time I tried to make a matcha, I uh, I just used water. Like, I, I poured a glass of water, and then I mixed the matcha in. It tasted very, very, very bad. Very terrible. I threw it out immediately. <sighs> I was really upset about it. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of didn't have, like, a goal for what I wanted to talk about today, but I do think that ex-boyfriends would be a fun one. I don't know. I didn't date a lot in high school, and I feel like if I did date a lot in high school, I probably would have had better relationships in the future, but I didn't date a lot in high school. Number one, I don't think that I was, I don't think, I don't think that I was crushing it. Like, I think that I, I probably scared men in high school. I feel like, I don't know. I was not, I was insane, and I was not okay. I wasn't okay. I don't know. I was in a weird place and no one was interested and that's okay. I remember one time there was a guy I went on a, a date with to the movies and I I feel like I probably pressured this guy into being my boyfriend. I was like, you, we need to date immediately. I had the hugest crush on him and um, he asked me in front of my locker uh, right before school got out and I was so excited I was so excited and I go home I go over to my friend's house we have dinner at his house and uh, I get a text over snapchat from this guy and <laughs> four hours after he asked me to be his girlfriend <laughs> this man broke up with me and I think that was the best choice he's ever made in his life that would have been a really bad situation. <laughs> I wouldn't have been... I, who who would I have been? I've, I would not have been good. I don't know. I don't know how people in high school honestly perceived me. I, like, I went through so many phases in high school. Like, when I was, like, a... So, like, my, my freshman year, I uh, went to private school. And then I, I was in Pennsylvania. And I moved to New Mexico. And I had to go to a public school. And... When I was in public school, I, uh, oh my god, oh god, I got a spam call, okay, it doesn't matter, um, 
No, I when I went to New Mexico, 10th grade, I was chill. I was a goody-goody. I didn't do anything wrong. I freaking got all my homework done. And on time, my teachers liked me. I was a good person. I met... I made friends. I did... I was forced to sit in, like, the weird part of the cafeteria uh, where all of the weird people sat. No offense if you were someone who sat in my neck of the woods at Alamogordo High School. I just... I'm self-aware. We, I was not crushing it in the social class of New Mexico. <laughs> I was not killing it. And then I would say, like, my junior year, I, like, tried marijuana for the first time, and I was like, all right, I think I have a direction in life. <laughs> there was a, a place across the street from um, the high school that I went to. It was called Stoner Park, and I'd go over there. And I would smoke. There would be seven pe- There would be, honestly, not. there would be, like, 13 people in a circle just all sharing a joint. And I was like, I am living on the edge right now. This is absolutely insane. Um, and I would smoke, and I would go back to class. And my class, like, during lunch, we had a free period. You could walk around, do whatever. Um, you could leave campus. And I left campus a lot, mostly to do drugs. And then I'd come back absolutely sloshed. To my AP U.S. History class. Um, honestly, I don't know how I didn't have a nervous fucking breakdown. There were so many times. I remember one time I, w- I had, uh, I think, I, I'm almost positive I just smoked. That was it. I came back to AP U.S. History class and I come in and I did not prepare at all. But turns out we're debating like the fucking, like bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and uh, I we our classroom split in half, and you have one side that was for it, one side that was against it, and each student was supposed to have their due diligence and fucking prepare. I did not. I did not have my life together. I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, but the opposing team was able to pick someone on the opposite team to ask a question to, and that person would have to rebuttal to the question. And the other side of the team knew that I was fucked up. And I think that they <laughs> they played me. I gotta ask this. I remember, like, someone... It was honestly... I If I'm correct... I don't know if I'm... I was the principal's son was on the other side of this fucking team. And he asked me um, a question. And I remember I had, like, two minutes to meet with my team... I don't even remember what the fucking question was about. I remember my team trying to like give me the answer and I wasn't retaining anything. And then I, uh, I had to start speaking and I stood up and I think I got like maybe a minute into talking, an absolute minute into talking. And I looked at my teacher. I was like, I can't do it. I just need to sit down. Like, and then I sat down and I, I watched everyone else debate. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. That was that's honestly a good fucking story to summarize uh how I performed in high school. I was doing really good and then my junior year I was just like, I think I'm ready to fuck around. I'm almost positive that was my junior year. It had to have been. I know my senior year, I like started making friends outside of like my circle of low lives. And I don't know. I was like excited to have like a new group of friends. It was really fun. Um and that's when I met, like, yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of a shit. I didn't date in high school. I was too busy. Like, I, I did drugs and I uh, I learned how to properly sneak out of my house. 
Um, oh my god, dude. Sneaking out of the house. That there's no thrill greater than sneaking out of the house. Like, I don't know if I'm just like an adrenaline junkie and I like those things, but nothing would exhilarate me more than plotting a freaking heist. Well, it's not a heist, but just like scheming to get out of the house. I remember I cut, uh, or I didn't cut. I had two friends come on the other side of the window. Mind you, I lived in, in base housing. Um, I had two friends come on the other side of my window with a knife and cut the screen protector off my my window. And I snuck out. And I, I never went anywhere cool. That's the thing. That's what sucks is I'm like, I don't even have like, and then we like, we crossed the border. Like, I never, I don't have those stories. My stories are like, yeah, and then we, we sipped cough syrup at a park. That's it. That's not cool. That's not cool. I remember one guy, I snuck out. And that guy, we went to a Walmart parking lot. That's it. We didn't, and then we didn't even do anything. I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, I need to get back home. This guy's car is small. Um, I was terrified. Also, this guy had slept with one of my friends already. And so I was like, I don't know if I should be even entertaining this. Um, but yeah, he took me to a Walmart parking lot. And I was like, all right, I think I'm ready to go back home. Um, but no, I like fucked my life up a whole bunch, uh, for no reason. I think I was just bored. I I don't think I had anything else going on. I fucked my life up a whole bunch. And then I went, um, I, I think my, I'm almost positive. My parents were like, you need to get a job. I don't think I was like free will. Like I was like, I'm ready to get a job. I think I was like, you have to get a job. I got a job at the Domino's. Um... (laughs) I like talking about this Domino's because, like, I I actually cared. I remember just walking into Domino's and just being like, this is where I'm going to fucking, this is, I'm going to succeed here. I'm going to make money. I'd never made money before like that. I Like, I'd babysat, but, like, this was, like, I had to fill out paperwork to do this job. I was like, this is real. Um, And I walked into that job, and I was wearing Nike shorts and an Alam Gordo Tigers t-shirt. God, if I could find that goddamn t-shirt, I'd I'd wear it so hard. I have no idea where I put it. Anyways, I was wearing that outfit and I walked in and then um, I was just like, hey, are you guys hiring? And they were like, yeah. Uh, and the lady interviewed me on the spot in the outfit that I was wearing and she hired me immediately. She was like, do you have a way to get here? And I was like, mind you, like right before I got this job, I, th- I can't remember if I'd wrecked the car yet. I definitely, I'd stolen my parents' car once or twice, and I don't know if I wrecked it yet, but I didn't have, like, reliable transportation, but I was like, I can walk here if that's what, I can, I'll figure it out. Um, I started working at that Domino's, and I freaking, I hustled, I hustled at that Domino's. That was the best freaking Domino's New Mexico has ever seen. Dude, I remember they took me, like, there was, like, one day where they were having, like, management training or, like, something. It was at a different, it was at, like, the fucking, the Domino's in Ruidoso or something. It was not our Domino's. And I got invited to go to that training, and I was just, like, I I really saw a future for myself. I was, like, wow, this is going to work out really well. Um, I'm, like, 17. Or, no, I was, I just turned 17 or something. I was, like, bro, they see the management in me. That's great. No, I fucked that up immediately. Um, This guy, it was like, I remember uh, I walked in for a shift. Cute mother effer. 
he was tall and blonde and blue-eyed and had some a little bit of swagger and I was like holy shit mind you I didn't I had like crushes in high school but no one where I was like whoa I have to have you (laughs) and I like when I went to this guy was the first guy I'd ever been like holy smokes yeah I like this guy um and then yeah we started hanging out found out he uh was a soundcloud rapper and i was like you know what that is actually a selling point that made me like you a little bit more who knew soundcloud rappers were gonna be the thing i don't know i was very oh my god i was just like head over heels um and then yeah life it got really messy really fast he was like i think you're cheating i was like no i'm not I was. I was at the time. I wasn't a good person. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, like, a guy gave me attention, and, uh, I was, like, I don't, I didn't know what to do with it, and then, um, immediately, I did egg his car. Uh, I did write a threatening letter and put it on his windshield, and then I was confronted with law enforcement, so that was really nice. Um, and then after, but that kind of set, that was like the first, I would say first real relationship that I like was in. And that really just set a precedent <laughs> for like what relationships I would attract afterwards. I don't know if, um, those aren't the, re- I don't know. I'm, I've been like, I mean, I don't know if this is TMI, but like I'm almost like a full year almost I'm still a couple months away but like almost a full year into like celibacy like I've just been I've gone on dates and stuff but like I'm very I don't know I I just have it's not a priority I've just been prioritizing other things and I think that's how you heal that like issue like I don't know I'm just like I'm at a point where it's like all right I'm not gonna date anyone until I figure out how to date the right person. Because <laughs> I've dated terrible people and it ruins my life. It wrecks my life. Every guy that I've dated, every like, the like I mean, there's, and there's a difference between, like, going on a date with a guy and, I mean, like, a guy that you've just actually seriously been seeing. And every time it ruins my life. It ruins my life. And then I have to spend the next two years, like, fixing it. So I, I like, this last year... I hit rock bottom, like, I, like, I don't know, not, I wouldn't say I hit rock bottom, but, like, I don't know, you ever, like, get with a guy that you have to remind him about his hygiene? To me, that feels like rock bottom. (laughs) That felt like a rock bottom, like, if I, I, many times, I was just like, can you not wear your boots in the bed, like, can you take them off, like, can we have, can you be civil, And after that, I was like, yeah, I need to fix what I'm attracted to. So I'm just going to, like, not be attracted to anything. And, yeah, no, I, like, went on dates and, like, stuff. But, like, nothing was ever serious and I didn't care. But, yeah, I I don't know. I think everyone should choose celibacy. I saw a TikTok that, like, NLE Chopper, Chopper, I don't know how you say it, but he chose celibacy. And he's been celibate, I think he said for, like, four months. And then, I like, the next TikTok was him, like, hitting on a girl, and I was like, okay, I don't know if I trust this guy. But, no, I think celibacy freaking is awesome. I think that's, like, a major reset. Like, holy crap, your your life, that's a, if you want a 180, I think people, like, 
I mean, of, of course, like if you're in a committed like relationship that's going well, then congratulations and leave everyone else alone. Um, but like, I think that if you're like single and you don't know what to do, just don't, just don't date anyone for a year. Don't do it. Don't date anyone and see what happens. I think you'll turn your whole damn life around. It's crazy. Like, you just, your priorities shift, you look at, you view your relationships different. It's so healthy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this podcast has turned into celibacy rocks. But yeah, I guess that's the memo for today. I don't know. I just, I I really like talking into a microphone into a room by myself. And I didn't really have a goal or an objective for today's topic. I just kind of wanted to talk. Um, I'm really excited Uh, Today is currently Friday for me, and there's a show that I will be doing tonight. I'm doing 30 minutes, which is pretty cool. Um, I hope that they like it. I hope that it's a good time. Um, I did a show last night, and there were seven people. And even though we were in a bar, I felt like they were treating it like church service. They were not happy. They didn't look happy. They honestly, everyone in that room looked like they were paid to hate comedy. And that's okay. I honestly, I totally understood where they were coming from. There was like one, uh, there was one couple sitting together and the woman, um, was like clutching her man during her set. Not out of like, oh, I'm so good. You know, gotta, gotta, don't take my man. More like she was scared. She se- she was frightened by me, and I didn't even feel like I said anything terrible. And it was like, I felt like I was force-feeding them my jokes. Like, it felt like, I don't know, I was just like, you know what? And I, I don't care. I, I really, I think that I, I put in the time, like, daily looking at my stuff and revising and fixing. And so there's a certain level of confidence I feel like I have behind what I say. And... I just felt like I was force-feeding it, like, eat your fucking vegetables, but, like, eat these premises. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It was really, it was, um, I haven't done, I haven't seen people be physically uncomfortable by me before, but I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't talk, I don't talk about anything abrasive, I feel like. I feel like there might be taboo topics to people, and I mean, like, by taboo, it's like, I'm talking about sex. Like, I'm not going into detail, but it's just, like, that word is something that can make people uncomfortable or immediately turn people off to a joke or they don't want to follow the premise because it's, they're already uncomfortable. So, I, I don't know, I, but tonight is a better night. We have more ticket sales for this show, so I'm hoping that they are not disgusted by me. That would honestly be the biggest win, is if I could just avoid disgust. That is, that is not the goal. I've never, there were two women that, like, were, their face, like, their actual faces showed discomfort, and it was just, like, to the point where I just was, like, what, like, I just had to ask, like, what's wrong? Like, (laughs) because genuinely, I don't know, maybe I'm, like, too, I'm not, I'm not connected with, I don't know, but I genuinely was like, I don't under, like, what is so, is it because, I don't know, I don't know, I had to really soldier through that, and it's fine, but I'm just hope tonight will be better, I, I believe so, um, but I'm really excited, I am, 
the show that's going on tonight, I don't think that there's anyone locally that would listen to this podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast locally, I pray to God that you um, stop. And I don't, I don't ever want to make eye contact with you ever. Because this, this is like my diary. I don't want anyone to actually watch it. I feel like the only people who are going to listen to the podcast is, like, my grandma. And I'm just praying. Or maybe she won't. Honestly, that would be amazing. I That would be a blessing. Um, but besides the point, I am going to be at Backswing Brewing Company tonight. And it's going to be a really good time. Um, I'm really excited. I love comedy. I love, you know, just all of it. It's pretty fun. I like doing this. This is fun. I like talking about... Stuff that no one really cares about. But I don't know. If you could take away anything from today, take away, you know, celibacy. And, you know, maybe don't work at a Domino's. And uh, you don't have to do all the drugs. You don't. You don't. You can actually avoid most drugs. Um, But, yeah, this was fun. Thank you guys for listening.